0: What's the difference
1: between the one that's $30 and the one that's $13? I think the $13 one is not Squatty Potty brand. It's step and go, which I'm sure is fine. You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and
0: noise of the National Football League.
2: Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up a Football Podcast. We're currently in a debate right now about the squatty potty. Just so everyone's on the same page. I'm looking right, right now on Amazon.com. There's a lot of squatty potties. Corey, what's the difference?
1: Yeah, it, I think it just depends on the style of your house. Um, I mean, you got some wooden bamboo ones. you even got some like cartoon themed ones for the kiddos that have like a higher you know base off the ground just to help them out a a little bit doubles as a stool which is pretty cool
2: yeah i see it now Um, it looks like it looks like a dog yeah
1: yeah a dog i see a spongebob themed one i mean i like the wood the wood's cool i don't own one yet i own a traditional squatty potty um we're not sponsored by Squatty Potty, but they are fucking incredible. And <laughs> well, <laughs> I, bl- I believe you guys have each just purchased one,
2: correct? I haven't bought mine yet. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy one.
1: Yeah, just hit, hit. Uh,
0: two, two minutes ago, Corey convinced me to go ahead and pull the trigger. He said, jump on Amazon, take a look, do it. And that's all I needed, motivation. I've heard too much about these things. I need to try it out.
1: If you're a listener and you do not own a Squatty Potty or a similar product to it, you need to own one because it will change your life.
2: Welcome back. It's Huddle Up, a football podcast. My name's Tony. Today, I'm joined by Corey and Daniel. As always, welcome back, guys. It's a Thursday edition because they're always Thursday editions, but we've had long, in-depth conversations today about how we can squeeze in an additional edition, a Tuesday edition, which will be available every Tuesday, but not this Tuesday. Don't get ahead of yourselves. But today, we're going to talk about teams that are 3-0 and there are several teams. There are so many teams in the NFL that are three and And today we're going to discuss whether or not they are pretenders or contenders. Is that did I say that right? Is it con, its contenders or pretenders? That's got the better weight around it. First of all, mm-hmm. the Chiefs are three and So we all agree that the Chiefs are not pretenders. Is that right? Yes. Correct. Is there a pretender that sticks out to you of the three and O teams? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven total teams. Who's the biggest pretender? Corey and Daniel, you guys go first.
0: Go ahead, Corey.
1: I believe the biggest pretender is the Bears. Um, I think that's a pretty common pick, though. Daniel, if you want to talk about the Bears a little bit more, you can. Uh, another one that I think is pretty close is the Titans. The Titans made it to the AFC Championship last year. It was kind of a ma- miracle run. Uh, but the Colts, I think, look like the favorite to win that division my problem with the titans they do have a good defense the offense is it's winning in football games right now but i feel like it's more likely to bog down throughout the season when there's some good teams out there that are going to be able to stop them from just feeding derrick henry and letting him have his big games and if they get down on some of these teams and Tannehill can't produce points i think they get into some trouble um, I I can pull up their schedule while you're talking, but I don't know that they've won any huge games yet. Um, I think that's kind of the situation with the Bears. Did, were you going to talk about the Bears, Daniel?
0: Yeah, I mean, they haven't really played um, very many good teams. I mean, I know we're only 3-0, but they opened up at Detroit, which Detroit is, you know, <clears throat> teetering on the edge of being – a team that's like a perennial like failure team and then they're trying to get some pieces they haven't made the playoffs recently but they barely won that game um they had they had to come back at 27 to 23 and then they played the giants which the giants are not a bad team it was this was the week that um saquon tore his acl um Super low-scoring game. I, I kind of credit that game more to the defense of the Bears, and they only won 17-13. to 13. And then, as you guys know, they had to come back, a huge comeback, that benched Trubisky finally, and Foles had to come back from a big deficit to win that game against a bad Atlanta defense. Um, so moving forward, you know, they they play some tougher teams moving forward starting this week with the Colts. In Indianapolis and then they play Tampa Bay so the Bears could very easily lose their next two games and be flirting with 500 going into Carolina and then they play the Rams the Saints and the Titans all three in a row after Carolina I mean this 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 team could still miss the playoffs Um, I do think Nick Foles is a better uh, option at QB it helps all the pass catchers there Uh, the defense was an elite defense last year and two years ago and Kind of the jury is still out with some of these close games, um, but yeah, the Bears are by far and away um, the the pretender of this group. I mean, honestly, if you if you've been following along and watching Bears games, they should be one and two very very easily. They should be one and two.
2: I'm not ready to call the Bears a pretender. I guess is there a third category? No, I guess there's not. I. I I accept that they haven't had really formidable opponents. The Lions in week one were not great. The Giants week two, that's when Saquon Barkley came ill. I mean, they put 30 points up against the Falcons, though. I mean, they 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 came back and won that football game. Now going into week four, you're right. The Colts matchup's not favorable for them. I think the Colts have the best defense in football. But they haven't, but Nick Foles is fresh and new and not something that has been a part of the Bears fold at all at any point. There's no tape on Nick Foles in Chicago. We know who Nick Foles is, we know what to watch, but that does give the Bears an advantage. I'm, I'm as a Colts fan, I'm worried about this game because Nick Foles is the starter, not Trubisky. So this is, this game is not like a, for me, this is, they could very well be 4 0. No. You know, at the end of the, at the end of the Colts game, at the end of Sunday.
1: Yeah, I. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'd 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 be worried if Nick Foles was wearing an Eagles uniform. He he has never proven that he can be a successful quarterback other than the Eagles on two different stints. I just the Falcons have been known for blowing those games. I think it was kind of just like a miracle. Foles raised the energy of that team and brought him back to win that game. So. I'm not I'm not biting on the full stuff. And just real quick, the Titans, they beat the Broncos, the Jags, and the Vikings, three teams that have not shown up at all so far.
0: Well, one thing about the Titans, too, is that they have been playing without A.J. Brown, who, I mean, he, along with Ryan Tannehill, opened up this passing game for the Titans. It made them non-one-dimensional. Um, you know, the Titans have kind of had their identity of defense and run the football. So uh, A.J. Brown has helped them kind of become a complete team, uh, finishing out last year. So that is, that is a variable um, with the Titans. You know, they haven't looked – you know, they haven't played, um, like what Corey said, they haven't played three good teams yet. But um, A.J. Brown coming back could be a huge boost for this, and they may just look like a totally different team. In addition to them winning football games, they may – look a lot better winning them too.
2: One team that's looked really well winning games without their star wide receiver was the Green Bay Packers. As a, I mean, it is completely amazing the way that Aaron Rodgers is playing football. And I think a lot of us kind of saw this coming with, with we talked about like a revenge season, like a hate season, or or a fire season, or something to. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder. He asked for wide receiver help, and last week, despite the amazing performance, I kept wondering like, what would that offense look like if they had drafted Jerry Judy, like like or or Ceedee Lamb or Justin Jefferson or any of these wide receivers in the first round that were all available in the first round instead of the backup quarterback. The Packers are a contender because of Aaron Rodgers. Does anybody disagree with this? I agree. I don't.
1: I will hear real quick. I do agree. I do believe they will slow down at some point like they do every season. But I, right now they look like an absolute powerhouse. I, I believe that will change at some point during the season. But, yes, they'll make the playoffs. I think they can contend. Go ahead, Daniel.
0: Well, last year they were 13-3, and three and they didn't really slow down until they, – they just have kind of a knack um, in the last, like, decade to – Stop, like at the most important games in the playoffs. Kind of like Corey said, they this Packers team last year should have been in the Super Bowl. I mean, they just kept going and going and going, and then all of a sudden they stopped. Um, and you don't stop until you win it. And Aaron Rodgers was pissed about that. He was pissed about them drafting their his, his successor in the first round of last year's draft. um But Tony, I do agree with you. Aaron Rodgers is what's keeping this team afloat because there's a big difference between um, the Saints on how they look without their number one star receiver and how the Packers look. The Packers haven't missed a beat, and the Saints look like a, a borderline bad team without one player. And Aaron Rodgers has let this team you know, not fail just based on one player being out. One team that I'd like to talk about that I think has looked really good but has some weaknesses uh, that are pretty noticeable is the Seahawks. Uh, Tony, do you think the Seahawks, it's pretty easy to say they're contenders at this point from the way that Russell Wilson has been playing. He set the uh, NFL record for the most touchdowns in the first three weeks as a quarterback, which is huge because Pat Mahomes just came through and threw 50 touchdowns two years ago. And we've had the Drew, or you know, the Drew Brees years of throwing a lot of touchdowns. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson has the most touchdown passes through three weeks in NFL history. Um, but do you see this team as a contender?
1: They're contender because they have Russell Wilson. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. And when you have the best quarterback in the NFL, no, no matter how good or how bad your defense is, how bad your run game is, if you have the best quarterback in the league, you have a chance to win. I would put it above Pat Mahomes. I think Mahomes leans more on his coach than Russell Wilson does. I think at some point Pat Mahomes will get past that, but right now Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the league, so they are a contender for sure.
0: I I, I'm more scared of this defense than you guys are. Um, You have to have a strong defense and a good running game when it comes late in the year and when it comes playoff time, which they typically have. This year, it has split. And it's like the complete opposite team that we've that we've had. They're letting Russ cook. They are not running the ball, and they their defense is, has looked terrible. Eighty six points they've allowed through three weeks. Eighty six points. I know they're three and zero, but they had to throw a game winning touchdown the last two weeks, and then the first week was was Atlanta, which they pretty much blew out the whole game. But eighty six points through three weeks. Scares me a lot more for a team that we call a contender. I believe in Russell Wilson. I believe that he is the MVP this year, but that that defense is is scaring me. Um, My, someone else that I think
1: I I'll just say the way I'd put it is I mean we watch Peyton Manning take teams with no defense and no run game to the playoffs and contend every year, and I like, like I said Russell Wilson can do that. So what were you gonna say, Daniel? Yeah, that's
0: a good point. Um, Another MVP favorite right now um, is Josh Allen in Buffalo, and he has led his team to a 3-0 record so far. Um, I I think it would be hard to imagine because they're a dominant defensive team in addition to Josh Allen putting up great numbers and his new weapon, Stephon Diggs, having a great start to the year. I would imagine that you guys are on the same page as I am of them being like an extreme contender, maybe Super Bowl, like top three favorite in the AFC.
2: I think top three favorite in the AFC is maybe a little bit strong. I don't think they're going to win the AFC East. Now that I've seen Cam Newton, Corey, you say what you want, but he is who we thought he was. The Patriots will likely, I believe, will win that division again. But the Bills are a very strong candidate for a playoff push, regardless, whether it's a wild card or whether they take the division. I mean, go back to the quarterback to Josh Allen, who can move the ball. And you know what, Devin, the running back situation doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but they're making, they're making it work. I think that Singletary, you've said this before, Daniel, is more like a scat back. They use him more like a feature back, which makes no sense to me when I think Moss, as we see Moss grow. Maybe that's a job he's going to take over. That's the only question, Mark, I really have about the Bills is who's the who's the running back, and maybe there's not one running back. The Bills, I'm not going to say that they're a top three favorite for the Super Bowl, like you were saying, out of the AFC, but I definitely think that they're a contender, that's for sure.
1: I, I'm kind of in the middle on this. I, I think they're a playoff team. They beat the Jets, the Dolphins, and got they paid off the refs to beat the Rams. Yeah,
0: that was a bad victory. They should they should be two and one. They should have
1: lost that game. That was BS at the end. Yeah, and we'll talk about that later some more too. But I don't know. I just feel like they're one of those teams that shows up every couple of years and comes out blazing, and then they they finish nine and seven, or you know they barely make the playoffs. I I think Josh Allen still has to prove it. He's looked really good through the beginning of the season, and he is the type of quarterback that works in the NFL. He's a dual threat so uh, i i definitely think they're a good football team they got a solid defense but i don't know if they've got the the, the powerhouse in them that some of these other teams do to, to just kind of cruise into a super bowl i think they're gonna have to jump through a lot of hoops they've got a really tough schedule ahead of them they've got the raiders who've looked good the titans chiefs are on the schedule patriots seahawks cardinals 49ers steelers patriots again so the They've got time to prove it. It's going to be tough, though.
0: Yeah, they've, they've definitely got a gauntlet ahead of them, but I think Josh Allen is emerging as one of the, but obviously a dual threat, one of the best dual threat quarterbacks in the NFL, but maybe one of the best overall quarterbacks in the NFL. He had one of the strongest arms that we've, you know, seen coming out of college in Wyoming, and he, he has been – kind of just inconsistent turns the ball over very inaccurate um but he is kind of putting all the pieces together this year um and it's been it's been fun to watch when he Um, came out
1: he was he was one of my favorite prospects and he might have just been one of those guys who needed a couple years to develop and they just kind of threw him in where like a guy like Mahomes sat and he blossomed but maybe it just this is just josh allen's time he could just be showing up right now it's very possible
0: yeah yeah, I agree. He was more of a raw talent and had a super strong arm and just a tough guy. And maybe he would have benefited from a year of sitting down, but I think I think he probably wouldn't look back on it like that. He probably um, thanked for the um, for the experience that he's had so far because it's making him a better quarterback right now.
1: Yeah, and props to um, the Bills if he does work out, just for sticking with him. A lot of other teams would have bailed on
2: him by now. He he is a tough guy. Josh Allen's a tough guy, and. Another guy that's pretty tough, Ben Roethlisberger, has shaved his beard and he can throw the football again. And the Steelers are 3-0. and Contender or pretender?
1: Man, I'm on the fence.
0: It, it, it's funny. I feel like the, the, uh, it's almost like we, we could look at this before the season and just look at the Steelers team that brought back almost everybody. And just, you know, we say, what were they missing last year? There's a quarterback. They had the best defense in the league last year, and they brought everybody back, and everybody's healthy. And they have Juju Smith-Schuster. They have James Conner running back. They have Deontay Johnson, who's an up-and-coming star, it looks like. They drafted Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame, big, strong-bodied wide receiver. And so, really, all they needed was a quarterback, and Big Ben came back. He was healthy, and it was almost like we could see this coming at the same time as are surprised at where it's at, just because this team is very good. It's built very well, and I think they are for sure contenders with that defense.
1: I'm, I am was sitting here thinking about I'm going to go with contender. Just They are very well-rounded. They have a great coach. The defense is solid. They've got players back there. The offense is solid. They've got running back. The O-line looks decent. They've, they've got a wide receiving core. Like you said, Ben Roethlisberger. The only thing that scares me is they've – I feel like they've kind of been the same team for like a decade with Roethlisberger and like half the time they end up like eight and eight and miss the playoffs. So that's my only worry, but I don't know. They, they are a very solid team.
2: I don't see any reason they wouldn't be contenders. That's just how I kind of feel about it. For me, they're contenders and it's because of Mike Tomlin. They were contenders in 2019 and that was with a slew of quarterbacks. I mean, they, they just missed the playoffs in 2019 on their third string quarterback. And it wasn't like, It wasn't like the first string guy got him halfway through the season. I mean, Ben's elbow went out early. It was one. I think it was week two. Corey and I did an episode week two when we talked about like fifteen quarterbacks that were all wounded. One of them was Ben Roethlisberger. So it's not even like the Steelers were knocking on the door with their franchise quarterback. They were doing it with with some guy. As 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 important as Roethlisberger is to that franchise. Tomlin is even more important. I think Tomlin could get farther with less this year than he did last year, and so, yeah, they're a contender. What's fascinating to me is of all of these teams, only the Titans and the Bears were listed as pretenders. Why? Why are the Titans pretenders again? Is it because of the division? What was it, Corey? The quarterback. Oh, come on. The quarterback sucks. Daniel, I, I, did you, I just, I, Daniel, did you Did you bring think, your thoughts on the Titans?
0: I, I, I did, but I did not tell you whether they were pretenders or contenders. I'm I, I at the point of them being without arguably the best offensive players so far this year. I, the thing I worry about with the Titans is if Derrick Henry gets hurt, they're a completely different team. Now, we can't bank on injuries. We can't say, you know, we can't throw out all these scenarios because it's what's happening. It's what's in front of us. They're 3-0. But. Um, I, I think they they are they have a good defense they have a young defense but it's very very good they have a good player in just about every position on defense it's just whether or not they can t- take teams by surprise in the playoffs like they did last year and beating the Ravens and taking deep shots and uh, getting creative and uh, winning games that way versus just giving Derrick Henry the rock 40 times a game. Um, and just expecting your defense to make stops.
2: Well, you're right. That that team is, you are right. That team hinges on that one player. And you can't bet on injury, but you can definitely bank on Corey's best bets of the week. Best
1: bets of the week. Welcome back to Best Bets of the Week. Had a slow week four, one and three on the bets, but that's all right. We'll figure it out and we'll kill the rest of the season. We're six and six as of right now. We'll just get rolling. I'm taking the Seahawks minus six at Miami. Looking back through my bets, I've got a fetish with taking the away teams for some reason. A fetish? Yeah, apparently just, I mean like three out of four every week are away teams. And I think the reason that is, is because the home teams I've heard often get three points just for being at home. And I don't know if that's the case this season, if Vegas is accounting for there being no fans or just a limited number of fans, but I love the spreads on these away teams. I've got the Seahawks minus six and a half at the dolphins. The dolphins are not a good football team. And like we just talked about, the Seahawks are contenders there's, I don't see any reason why the Seahawks shouldn't win by a touchdown or more. That's just the way I feel about it. It's possible Miami has a good game, puts up points, but Seahawks minus six and a half. Next one, I got the Saints minus four at Detroit. Saints just got – did they get their butts whooped again? Let me verify this real quick. I mean, they didn't
0: get their butts whooped. It was a close game. But, yeah, they, they, they lost to Heartbreaker against Packers.
1: So yeah, Saints lost their last two. They're going into Detroit. We talked about Detroit a little bit earlier. They're they're always one of those teams floating in the middle. Sometimes they look good. Sometimes they look bad. Uh, Saints are going to come in pissed off. I think Sean Payton's going to have a game plan. And the defense for the Saints hasn't shown up like they're supposed to. I think this week they do, and they're gonna they're gonna win by a touchdown. I believe they're they're minus four right now. So take the Saints minus four. I'll be honest on my next one. I've got the Patriots plus seven. Love it. Listen to a little Colin Cowherd today. He said the Chiefs just played the game on their calendar that they had circled. They just played that game. They won. Now the Patriots are playing the game on their calendar that they have circled. So the Chiefs just won the game. That was most important to them here early. They probably feel real good about it. The Patriots are coming in super prepared. They've looked Good. Cam Newton's looked good. As say much that as again. I to say it. Say it again. Cam Newton looks good, baby. <laughs> and then
2: <laughs> um,
1: I just think Bill Belichick's gonna out coach in this game. Uh, he's just gonna come in more prepared. I think they're gonna cover seven. I think it's gonna be a close game. Chiefs could win, Patriots could win. It's gonna be it's it might be the most exciting game of the week. Just tune in to watch whether you bet it or not. Last game, I've got Tampa minus seven at home. My only home game, or my only home team this week. Uh, Just kind of the same with the Chargers every week. They uh, spoiled my Patriots. uh, No, they spoiled my Chiefs a couple weeks ago, but Buccaneers are looking good. They're going to put up points. The Chargers, uh, Herbert did not look as good last week, like I told you guys, and Buccaneers could blow them out here. And by the way, one and three last week, The Rams got absolutely screwed at the end of the Bills game, lost that cover at the last moment, and the Falcons blew another huge lead. They were covering and just choked again like they do all the time.
2: So we'll be all right. We're going to be fine. Keep betting the bets. You're going to win money. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast.
1: Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at
2: Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay up. in the huddle. Huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three, three. Say that again. Say it again.
1: Cam Newton looks good, baby.